I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your news feed. And I promise you this, y'all, every single week, we're going to keep it a buck, keep it 100. Right, Dustin Ross? That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it. Dustin Ross, I need to beat you down. You had me <laughs> in the streets this weekend. Normally I would ask you, but I already know what it you, was for you. Look, you know exactly Sunday. how my weekend, how my Sunday was. That's for damn but sure. We had Sunday fun day. Auntie and, uh, Auntie and uncle was in the streets. We, we went were. out. It was so fun. We look, if you know, you know. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. If you mm-hmm. know, you know. Shout out to everybody that was Shout there. out to everybody that know. Um, we... <laughs> I I don't really remember how I got home last night. All I remember is at some point in the evening, as usual, I pulled my Irish exit. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I told you bye. I don't even remember. Well, I'm the one who got the car for you last (laughs) night. So I made sure I watched that. I made sure you got home straight. Because trust me, we all was on that last night. I I do remember somehow I got to Popeye's though. Mm -hmm. That was courtesy of Mandy. Shout out to Mandy. Mandy Mandy threw the Popeye's in the arrangement. Yes, I'm about to say something to soak up all that uh, Casamigos. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I had a delicious (laughs) sandwich and fries. That I don't even remember consuming, but I must have eaten it before I got home. Ooh, Ebony, we had some fun yesterday. That was That's really all I'm gonna say. That was vintage fucking fun. Ooh. I had a for getting me out the house, Dustin. No problem, I had love. Get on and everything. <laughs> you look so cute with your beautiful leather pants. What did um, you know, your housewives universe? Um, on Housewives of Beverly Hills when Crystal and Sutton oh, were arguing. Yeah, ugly leather pants. Well, you had on some cute leather pants yesterday. Was okay? pants. I was like, you know, if my girl's Chris pants, cute, cute. I thought they was cute too, Sutton. They cute, cute. Sutton was on them some bullshit. Okay. Typical. Um, <laughs> also some typical bullshit. I was not at all surprised, but very disappointed to see zero actors of color. All that talent. Any primetime Emmy Awards. After all that talent. Nominations. Listen, and when you think about the people who are actually nominated, you have MJ Rodriguez from Pose, Michaela Cole from I May Destroy You, who actually did win for writing. They won for right. Michaela, won for writing, but no, none of the lead actor categories were given to black actors. And I knew that we've been hitting too hard. Once we got to the day of last year, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? We're going to be on ice yeah, for the next two years. Say that. I was just having a very interesting conversation, Dustin Ross, um, mm-hmm. with my best friend around. So, because you know, like all of the basically the backlash of a narrative of black folks winning too much in life. Yeah, yeah. Go with me here. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent, but take a walk with me. Okay. Let's go back to. I think this is all. This all started with Obama. Oh, Most for sure. Things. But right. But like, <laughs> folks have been okay. White folks, particular kinds of white folks, mm-hmm. have been okay with one or two. Examples of black success. Yes. They're okay with, this didn't age well, but back when there was the Cosby show, they were okay with that one mm-hmm. black show being special, right? Mm-hmm. They could be okay with just Michael Jordan or just Michael Jackson or sprinkles and dabbles of black excellence and wealth right. and, and success and accomplishment here or there. But with the arrival of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and them kids in the White House, yes. it was a step too far. Yep. Then you add um, 
you know, what seems to be an oversaturated visual component from the media of black women on all the magazine covers. Um, and I say all, but we know it's really five. But there for them, go. it's that's all too for many. Them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's Jay-Z billionaire status, Kanye supposed billionaire status, Puffy this, Colin Kaepernick this, um, uh, Steph Curry here. That, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, the, the narrative has said, OK, it's too much now. Mm-hmm. They've arrived too much now. Going back to your point with the Emmys last year, this, 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 boop, it's too much now. Yeah. So yeah. basically now what we're seeing, I feel it in my spirit, a recall on what parts of white society has deemed to be, <laughs> okay, that was cute. Y'all have won enough now, including the presidency. Mm-hmm including the Emmys, including the Oscars, including wealth building. Now let's return to the status quo. Yep. That's what we they, saw at the Emmys last night. I'm done with my they, they reminded us. You're you're absolutely right. They reminded us that, you know, this is our playground. We just mm-hmm. allowed you to participate, you know, but be reminded that this is a white space. And that's literally what we were reminded of last night. And it's cool. It's not cool, but it's expected. Okay. It's, it's expected. expected. It's so expected. yeah. And the way they did Michael K. Williams was just fucking dirty. And oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Where was... What a, what a... The crown. Let me tell you something. I watched The Crown. That motherfucker was all right. Mm-hmm. But it was, mm-hmm. I promise you, objectively speaking, it was not anything exceptional in the way. And I'm going to tell you how I'm being objective here, Dustin. Remember when Chadwick, Chadwick was nominated for the Oscar and Sir Anthony Hopkins won it? Yes. I'm not mad at that. So hear me, y'all. Hear me, Drew. I'm not saying that anytime a brilliant black actor dies, they are due uh, the posthumous award just because they died. I'm not saying right. that. No. What I'm saying is performance for fucking performance. That was Michael K. Williams's award, period. Well, like I said, I just, it, it was it was such a large grouping of black talent that was overlooked. That was not. Denied. That made it worse. Mm -hmm. The fact that you went out of the way, Emmy Academy, to nominate, what was it, 19? It was an unprecedented number. Huge, yeah. Huge amount. Mm -hmm. And to just deny them all, that is the worst kind of slap in the face. And somebody somewhere in that academy was sitting back laughing at that. That Mm -hmm. was intentional. That Mm -hmm. was very intentional, y'all. So Mm -hmm. just pay attention. Please. To that point, we got to get into the hottest story in the culture right now. It's on everybody's lips. I know people have been blowing me the fuck up about it all weekend. I certainly know your DMs have been lit. We're going to get into the Karen Civil of it all, y'all. And people have been tagging us and shit, being real messy Mm -hmm. on media. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to get into it, but we're going to get into it in the only way that we do on this show, which is to the letter of the law. Yes. Keeping it based in fact and analysis. We're not fucking with the messiness of it all because we don't do that on this show. It's another show y'all can go listen to for that bullshit. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not going to touch the Jesse Wu of it. I'm going to tell y'all why. I will at some point. Mm-hmm. But Jesse and Karen are in active, ongoing litigation once that... Re- so it's not a lot for me to offer you by way of analysis right now. Doesn't right, it? right. Uh, the documents speak for themselves. Y'all can go read this shit just like I can. But once it is uh, adjudicated which means it has wrapped up. It has conclu- come to a legal conclusion. Yes. That's when I will fucking unpack all that shit for you, let you know exactly what happened, what it all means, and where they both go from here. In the meantime, I will address 
Karen Civil and Jason Lee. Okay. Because this is a lesson for everybody here. I want to remind y'all of the very important Fifth Amendment right of the Constitution that gives you the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Say I that mean, one more time, I'm, Ebony. No, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> one more again. I want to remind everybody listening, jurors, mm-hmm. you have a Fifth Amendment constitutional right to remain silent. It's rooted in the constitutional belief that one should not be forced to incriminate oneself. Mm-hmm. I want to start with that reminder because it's important. Because what happened on Clubhouse over the weekend, voluntarily at the hands of Miss K- Karen Civil, to Miss Karen Civil, is what happens when you don't exercise that all-important Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. And you do what's very easy to do, which is remain silent. Mm -hmm. So unless you've been living under a rock, then you know that on Saturday evening, media strategist Karen Civil, she went to a clubhouse room. She did so to defend herself, in quotes, against allegations of theft, scamming, being a scammer, uh, and coming up on hip-hop artist Joyner Lucas. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Lee, friend friend of mine, full mm-hmm. disclosure, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, CEO of Hollywood Unlocked, also got in the clubhouse room. Um, and basically, at some point, it was a direct confrontation of Jason uh, alleging a few different things, but one thing in particular, which is that Karen Civil hired someone to hack his Hollywood Unlocked social media channels and website and pull all his content down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to just read these quotes because, again, I'm not about to sit up here and paraphrase. I'm going to let these people speak for themselves. This literally happened Yep, in a clubhouse room. Of course, they were recorded. I've heard it. Dustin, have you heard the audio? I have. I've heard some of it. I didn't listen to the the audio. Yeah. So this is a a transcription. I'm about to read you, jurors, of what was said. This is Jason Lee. And then what you did as a result of me not taking that story down, you hired that kid to hack. Hollywood Unlocked. You know you paid him $20,000. You sent him all the receipts. You said it was you and Punch from TDE that were going to help him become a rapper. Now, this kid don't know nobody in the industry. He don't know nothing. All he knows is that he's poor and he wants to get out of the hood. And you promised that you were going to help him if he took me down. You told him to take down all my personal shit, too. The only thing is you didn't pay him on the back end. So he got at me and gave me that information. Karen Civil. The person he's referring to is not Punch at TDE. That was somebody totally different. Yeah, the kid is a hacker. And to a point of, yeah, Jason, you playing this game? Yeah, I hit that N-word. Nobody promised him $20,000. Nobody promised him a rap career or nothing like that. He decided to double back and tell you some stuff. Okay. That's an admission of guilt, people. Full stop. She said, yeah, Jason. You playing that game? Yeah, I hit that N-word. That's the admission, if you're unclear. So all of this, nobody promised him 20000 Nobody irrelevant. Mm-hmm. That's all coming after the admission. The allegation was that you paid somebody to hack my business. Be clear, Hollywood Unlocked is Jason Lee's business. Right. He owns it. It's how he pays his bills. You paid somebody to disrupt this man's stream of income. That's illegal. And you admitted it 
on a social media platform that has now been recorded and distributed. <sighs> okay, so she went on to admit that she did it. Um, and then, of course, Jason Lee tweeted about it. This is also from Saturday night. Jason says, Karen Civil needs to be in jail. And yes, with the confession, we will be seeking all legal and prosecutorial remedies available under every law. And I can tell you objectively, Dustin, he's right. That's mm -hmm. what you have to do as a business owner when someone admits to wrongdoing on a public forum in a way that interrupted your stream of commerce. Um, I can tell y'all this, uh, don't tell on yourselves. <laughs> cool. And I'm saying it simplistic, simplistically, Dustin, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm not saying it with any jest. What I'm saying is we live in a culture where not just Karen civil, but people every fucking day feel the need to speak and to talk and to tell everything. Mm -hmm. and they, they feel the need to do so very, very publicly. They want to do it on Instagram. They want to do it on Facebook. They want to do it on Clubhouse. They want to do it on TikTok. And y'all are talking so goddamn much that you're literally putting yourselves in legal jeopardy. Mm -hmm. um, Karen's, it's just a really flagrant example. Mm -hmm. But I see it every day, Dustin. I see people going on Instagram, making comments um, about... I'll give you this example. Mm -hmm. I saw a woman of profile a few years back was talking nonstop about her depression and her um, suicidal thoughts and how difficult it was for her to continue raising her child under the condition she was in. And my heart went out to this sister, but the lawyer in me was like, bitch, right. shut the fuck up. Because what you are doing is you are making the case for while you should lose custody of your children. And that's exactly what happened. The, the, the parents, uh, the, excuse me, the father of the kids record took, took that recording right off of Instagram, took it straight to family court. And the judge decided that she had admitted on Instagram to mental instability, suicidal thoughts. And it was like, we talked about last week, our holding court, that one rule in family law, What's in the best interest of the child? Well, ma'am, you are not showing yourself to be in the best interest of your own child right now. Uh, and because of your rant on Instagram, you have not had a legal consequence of losing the custody of your children and the support that came with it. So let this be a lesson, yours. for real, for real, for real. Putting you on some major simple game right now. Do not let Clubhouse, Insta, TikTok, Twitter, induce you into wanting to defend yourself or express yourself or rant your feelings because you're hyper emotional. And next thing you know, you literally have a court date fucking around with social media. Yeah. I, you know, for me, I, I've watched this and I've seen all these conversations going on. And I think that what, here's what, what I know about both of these parties involved, right? Specifically Karen Sybil and Jason Lee. Mm -hmm. Um, both of them are very, very pro-black and unapologetic about it. Mm -hmm. Both of them have worked tirelessly to build their brands from the scratch, from the ground up. And we've seen this rise. And when you have that sort of track, um, there's a lot of people waiting in the wings to see you fail. So a lot of people waiting to see Jason Lee fail. There's a lot of people waiting to see Karen Civil fail. 
And so when those two people have this public uh, disagreement and this public conversation about very private matters, it's a lot of people in the wings waiting to say, I told you so, and I knew mm-hmm. it, and I always felt like, and that hater shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that that happened because I know how important both of their brands are to them. We know it. They talk about it. Sure. And you see it, right? You can see yeah. the progression and the strength as they both continue to build their brand. So I hated to see all this happening. Um, Karen Civil has never done bad business with me. She's been nothing but good to me. Jason Lee has always been kind to me. So I really hope that for the two of them, they work this out, whatever working this out looks like. And I hope that it's away from the public eye because this is really none of our business. You know what I mean? The people who have been commenting the most on this and leaning into the messiness of this, Mm -hmm. it's none of our business. And so I just hate to see it because, like I said, I know they both work tirelessly to build their black brands. Yeah. And and I hate seeing this. That's all I have. That and that's and that's plenty, right? That that makes sense to me. You know, it's it's an unfortunate situation, no matter how you look at it. Like you said, unless you're a real messy motherfucker who's yeah, growing, I hate and, that shit. You know, I hate the, the, it. Yeah, you know, and that's your appetite is the destruction of of the culture, really. Right. Um, and just say that with your chest. As right, the, right, right. You know, say that. Say like, I love seeing the implosion of black business and brands. Just yeah, I was that. jealous of what I saw both of them do, and I'm glad to see them. You know, having this problem. Just yeah. say that shit because that's how you really feel. That's you know what I mean? mean? That's how a lot of these people really feel. What, right. what we're discussing on our show, as you just so eloquently, you know, put it, is the legality of this, right? The, yeah. the legal matters of this case. Okay. But don't, don't get it fucked up because it's a lot of people out here who don't give a damn about the legal part. They just like the mess. They do. And that's oh, not what we're doing over here. You know what I mean? Of course. They love the mess. But for the sake of, you know, this being instructional um, yes. to others yes. and to our jurors, I only wanted to highlight that part of it, right? It's because Karen is a perfect example of really what you don't do. And I don't know Karen at all. I've only Mm -hmm. one time uh, as it relates to uh, the disasters in Haiti on Revolt Black News. And she was a lovely guest and very informative. I'm only speaking to, like you said, the admission of an illegal act on a public platform that will now likely be used against her in the court of law and it was all unnecessary is my point right yeah 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 don't have to speak on everything and as you pointed out my dear friend dustin Mm -hmm. i'm actually a living example of that there's a whole lot as of the time of this recording (laughs) that i could speak to that deals with the platforms that i occupy Mm -hmm. i know a lot I've seen a lot. And you've said nothing. I could say a lot. I've chosen to say nothing. Y'all is chess, not checkers. Strategy, people. Be smart. Be smart. And the last thing I'm going to say on this before we go to break, remember, Clubhouse is not a courtroom. So I'm not saying that Karen <laughs> Civil should not defend herself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that none of y'all should not absolutely correct wrongs, admit to things that you might regret. I think all of that type of stuff is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But do so within the confounds of the appropriate space to do that. Exactly. Fuck the court of public opinion. Let's not worry about the court of law. That's the court you worry about. That's it. Fuck the comment section. I hate the comment section. 
<laughs> there you go. I'm dead ass. Ashley, take the shit down. <laughs> the court of public opinion. Yes. To the court of law. Yes. Don't try your fucking case on Clubhouse, people. With that no legal audience. Counsel, because legal counsel would have instructed Karen Civil differently. Yep. The only thing I will say about the Jesse Wu situation, because it, it is germane to this topic, mm -hmm. Jesse put out an Instagram post saying, and it was um, shit. I forgot. It was so, it was some cute little song. I forgot the word, but anyways, um, it was basically like, "Be quiet." Mm -hmm. and not your lawyer, your agent, your publicity team, all telling you the same thing. Be quiet. There's a, there's a reason, and again, not saying that Jesse doesn't have the right to express herself. You already got ongoing litigation. So that's great. Save it for your court date. Save it for your court date. Seriously. It's just not worth it. The people, you can't sway anyone's opinion. The people that were uh, privy to that conversation and, and getting all these details, they already have clear opinions. Yes. They already feel how they feel. So nothing that any of those parties could say would have swayed the opinion of anyone listening. They're just wanting the mess. That's and it. what you're saying is important, Dustin. I hope these fucking people are listening. When you get on Clubhouse or Facebook or Instagram talking that shit, right as you may be, right as you may be, you actually gain nothing because people's opinions are already formed. Already. And what you, all you do is lose. So that's what I'm trying to get clear. The engagement of issues that have a legal consequence on social media is nothing but risk. Mm -hmm. No reward. Absolutely none. You gain nothing. Nothing. And you can lose a lot, people. It doesn't make sense. As much shit as I talk on Twitter, you know, and on online, I have a good time doing that. Mm -hmm. When people meet me with that sort of energy and want to have an online confrontation, I never play into it. Yeah. If I do say anything, I'll crack a joke that's completely unrelated to what we're talking about, you know, just to lighten it up and move on. I'll never respond to any of that because it's literally a losing game. There's it's no point. Game. You're wasting your time, literally. So... As, like I said, I just much love to Jason, much love to Karen. I hope that they can really fix this. I do, yeah. because I hate seeing all these haters, you know, gleefully watching this go yeah. on. I hate I, I, I concur with that point completely. Uh, I could producer Ashley just saved the day here. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, Jill <laughs> Scott in the Jesse Wu clip I was referring to earlier. Oh, it was Jill um, Scott. Uh, maybe singing, we you know, can just be oh, silent. Oh, oh, <laughs> And yes. it was funny because even Jesse, I'm sure, knows. Mm -hmm. It's good advice. It's sage advice. Mm -hmm. You have the choice between speaking and being silent when it comes to the law. Just be silent. Mm -hmm. I can't. Um, all right. With that, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay a couple bills. Uh, and when we get back, we're going to talk about somebody who's not paying his fucking bills and is now going to jail for it. We got all that and more. <laughs> we come back to more holding court. All right, y'all, welcome back to Hold the Court. Um, I hate to say it, Dustin, I uh, saw this one coming a mile away. Mm -hmm. All those folks running to get these PPP loans. Talk about mm -hmm. some free money from the government. As if that's a thing. Money. As if there's ever, ever a such thing as free money from the government, Ebony. <laughs> right. Every word in that sentence is, is a mouthpiece. Okay. <laughs> um, 
sadly, uh, love and hip hop star Mo Fane. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to front. I don't know who the fuck this is, but that's okay. Yeah, because they Correct. were generous with that star, but go ahead. What, what'd you say? They were generous calling him a star, but go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, rapper Mo Fane has been sentenced to, and this is a lot of time, 210 months in prison, 17.5 years, y'all. It's almost 18 years in prison for PPP loan fraud. And he's got to pay back over $4 million in restitution. What happened? Mm. Uh, Let's go through the facts. Uh, Federal government is claiming that the rapper promised to use a PPP loan to retain. If you remember, y'all, these were COVID-related loans um, that were Paycheck Protection Program loans. Literally, you had to make the case that you would use the money you received from the government under this program to pay and retain employees. That, that was it. It's a very narrow focus yeah. here. Okay. And I do want to say for the record, he's not the only one um, that was pulling some bullshit. And unfortunately yeah. we saw companies and universities. Um, I want to say it was like, uh, I'm not going to give me the line, but it was some big profile companies Mm-hmm. That ended up having to also give back PPP mm-hmm. loan money because it was it was deemed they were not qualified. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of mess and bullshit that went on around this PPP loan. But as y'all know, we can never get away with the bullshit white people get away with, and that's why this man is actually going to jail. So he ended up pleading guilty to six counts, including bank and wire fraud, in exchange uh, for the plea deal. The prosecutors dropped. Um, I think what uh, 14 other charges and they recommended that Fane only get a 151 month sentence. The judge instead decided to send sentence him to almost five years behind bars. Then when he gets out, he'll have five more years of supervised release. And y'all, he's literally, he's got to pay this restitution bill. They're not playing about their money. $4,465,865 and 55 cents. And if you think they don't want that 55 cents, you got them fucked up. <laughs> I've seen it. Dustin. <laughs> that ain't even 55 cents. You know what that is? And 55 cents. Oh, 55 cents. And, and if you don't pay that 55 cents, okay. let me tell you how they will revoke your fucking probation. For 55 cents. Yeah. Listen, I've had clients have 20,000 restitution, 50,000 restitution, pay all but $125 just because of clerical error. Mm-hmm. Let me know. We don't get no notice to come back to court for that $1.25. Mm-hmm. They want every cent. Oh, Lord. Because you owe it to them. And they're not playing with your ass. And they will revoke your probation quick as hell. Trust me. So let's keep it all the way real with this, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be a goddamn fool if you think that you're going to come up, right, off mm-hmm. of a check like this from the government. If you're going to, and this is where keeping it real comes in, right? Mm-hmm. If you're allegedly going to scam the government, it ain't never going to be that easy, fool. As far as just filling out an application and doing a damn check, you think that ain't going to come back to you? You think they're not, they're not going to want their money and, and uh, wonder, okay, so because, right, what did he put on the application? This stupid ass man put on the application that he needed $3.7 million from this PPP loan application because he had a trucking business that had 107 employees and that he had an average monthly payroll of one million a month, nigga, a million. Arkansas Mo. Mm. I can't. A million four hundred and ninety thousand dollars. I'm sorry. A million four hundred and ninety thousand and two hundred dollars. 
What the hell are you talking about, sir? You're saying you have a $1.5 million payroll a month for your trucking company that no one's heard of? No one. Instead, the Fed say that the rapper promised uh, to use it for that. And instead, he used it for things like paying $40,000 for past uh, due child support. Because they were going to lock his ass up for that. $85,000 for jewelry. This is a mess. I'm sorry, $136,000. $136,000 for Rolls Royce. Like, first of all. Okay, yeah, first right. of all, can we talk about one of my favorite cinematic masterpieces, um, Dead Presidents? Yes, yes, Ebony. Yes, we can. Y'all remember how they got caught? Mm-hmm. It's ass, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Want to get a brand new Cadillac? The first thing you do is when you rob somebody. If, did y'all not see Goodfellas? Okay, did you not when, see it? When you rob somebody, whether it's the government or your next door neighbor, the last thing you do is flex. The yeah. flex will get you caught every time. Yeah. You- do nothing different. Don't quit your job. Don't buy no new car. Don't buy no new fur. Be low. Just be low. This fool and got a Rolls Royce. Yeah. You think nobody looking at you? And then a mil- almost uh, a million of it, 907000 he did start a new business with, which uh, fine, <laughs> except for because it's coming from uh, the proceeds of stolen money. They're going to seize all that shit. Gone. Just dumb. Just completely dumb. <laughs> Just dumb. This is literally the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But I'm going to tell you what pisses me off about this. Mm-hmm. They're throwing the book at him, right? He's getting right? 17 years and, and over $4 million in restitution. Right. But the motherfuckers that, that literally ran up in the U.S. Capitol, okay, oh, yeah. on January 6th, oh, yeah. and literally assaulted the, the literal United States government, okay? The government. They're getting slapped on the wrist. All them motherfuckers should be getting life sentences. All of them. A hundred percent. But they're giving him 17 years. And this is the bullshit that I'm talking about. I'm not saying what the nigga did was right. I think he's the dumbest person walking the earth, right? But 17 years for this, Ebony, is very heavy-handed. They're making an example out of him. And they're letting all them white, nationalist, racist motherfuckers slide. And that's where I take issue with this whole situation. Well, I a hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. And it's some bullshit, but it, like you said, nobody's saying what he did was right. Cause that was dumb as hell, dumb. but please believe um, there were tons of companies, tons of businesses, most all of them white that did the same damn thing mm-hmm. and they're not getting checked for in the same way. Yeah. That's not cool. It's not cool. But again, but he put himself in that position to be able to make, the, be made an example story. Is that what we have to, we got to do as black folks is stop giving them a reason. Yeah. Because yep. they're gonna always they hate to see us shine anyway. So even if you had gotten the Rolls Royce by proper gains, they were gonna come check for you. For something. <sighs> it's always the flex that get you caught. And then you flexing in a used Rolls Royce. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Like, is it that serious, bro? Like a used Rolls? My, that's all my mama want in life is a used Rolls Royce. So I don't well, know. We getting her a new one, but more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you getting her a new one? I, I sure will. Like, come on, Miss Good. Come oh, on, Mama Glow. We out. Come we on. out. Peace out. Let's go take a ride. She, she don't right. love nothing more than to take a ride. Um, <laughs> you remember that back in the day? People get a new car. Like, let's go take a ride. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man, uh, listen, y'all, we got one more ad break. We're gonna pay some bills the proper way, okay? Still, right? Oh, <laughs> 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 um, we'll come back with more holding for that. All right, welcome back, y'all, to Holding Court. We want to wrap up today's docket with, um, you know, it, it ends up being a good news story because this young woman is getting the justice she deserves, but off the, mm-hmm. off the back of a, a horrid thing that she and her son had to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rakia Young is suing the police union over misleading photos of her son that they posted on Facebook. This is literally the fucking fraternal order of police mm-hmm. posting this young black boy, two years old, on their website and the caption was basically like, he was left wandering aimlessly around the chaotic protest and our officer saved him and kept him safe. No, what actually happened is your officers uh, broke the car window uh, to this woman's vehicle, mm. drug her out, pulled her out of the car in Philadelphia, uh, proceeded to beat her uh, horribly. And then you took her son away from her during this attack. The police attacked this woman and took her son away from her. And then they tried to play hero and shit. And act like they saved the fucking day by actually posting this woman's young minor child without her permission on their website, claiming some fake shit went down. Disgusting. 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 And according to this young woman's attorney, uh, she hadn't broken any laws. And it looks like the city of Philadelphia must have agreed with her uh, because she filed this lawsuit, Dustin, this this lawsuit um, I'm referring to in this reporting for over fifty thousand dollars in damages. And just so you know, know, y'all. Jurors, when they say over fifty thousand dollars, don't think because I read that you know you read that and you're like, damn, that's a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. That is what is required um, when you file the suit. You've got to put like a threshold amount. Okay. So she could very easily be seeking five million dollars, but you've got to above that. Right. Amount. Okay. Yeah. So don't get distracted by that. So I was going to get mad. Thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, no worries because <laughs> you don't know unless you know. Now you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More than fifty thousand dollars in damages in the suit. Uh, saying that she endured harassment, anxiety, depression, and of course, a damaged reputation. Mm. Um, and she, she had this to say at a press conference recently, D. I will never forget what those officers did to us that night. For them to portray me as this type of mom who wouldn't know or care where her child was during the chaos happening all around us is very hurtful. All to promote a political message of fear of black people and civil protesters. That's right. Mm-hmm. Our physical injuries may heal, but the pain of seeing those images of my son in the arms of an officer and that horrible caption written to describe that picture may never heal. That's right, Rakia. Yeah. <laughs> she tearing their ass up in the statement. Yeah, she tearing ass up with that statement. Whoever, you know, uh, if she did it herself or she got some help, it was a very well-crafted Wonderful. statement. Wonderful. Because, you know, what's good about it is you can see it. You can you know feel I mean? that. You can see that. You can mm-hmm. you can feel her pain. You feel it. Yeah, That's it, it, turn it into paper. Really powerful mm-hmm. statement. Um, and she filed this lawsuit around the images of the child D just a couple of days before it was announced that the city of Philly has agreed to settle an earlier lawsuit stemming from the attack itself. Okay, mm. pay her two million dollars. And even that, y'all, just so you know how settlements work for the um, it sounds like a lot of money, but a third off jump going right back to the federal government. 
taxes. Mm-hmm. Taxes. Another third going to her lawyer. You know, and so a third goes to the federal government. A third is going to go to her legal fees, known as a contingency fee, and that's what happens when instead of, um, like in a, in, in some cases, if you've got the bag, you'll go and you'll pay your lawyer an hourly retainer mm-hmm. for their hourly rate, and you basically are paying up front. With these kind of civil rights cases, a lot of times, Dustin, you know, obviously a lot of these victims are not in a position of, of, of financial privilege. So their lawyers will take the case on what's called a contingency fee, which means you don't pay them anything, but, it's, you know, they're going to deduct a third of whatever settlement they get you um, in exchange for their fees. So that's going to cover their hourly rate, any um, investigators or other expenses they incurred to, to take your case. Mm-hmm. So then by the time we do all that, this woman's actually only left with what seven hundred and fifty thousand, something like that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so just keep that in mind, and that's not a ton of money because she really is going to have to be paying for the rest of her life for therapy and um, anti-anxiety and depression medications and things like that. So the cost of care, as a result of the abuse that she endured, that's a real expense. Yeah. So it's not a ton of money in retrospect. So I hope that she's able to get those additional funds by way of this new lawsuit um, for the horrible use of her son's image. Cause I would be pissed as shit if my child was out here being used in propaganda. And that's what this is. Their likeness and it's some racist ass propaganda. This is a, a, this is so bad. Yeah. She should get so about 10 million for that to me. Hell yeah. Seriously. And then that's, and then think about the, the, the harm, that it will bring to her child when he's of age to know he was used that way. He was used. Yeah. Pay her, pay her for her pain and pay, and pay that somebody baby. Said, somebody said you're supposed to profit from your pain, Dustin. You're supposed to. And I'm going to tell you what else. Mm-hmm. Start asking for bigger, bigger amounts so that you can take care of all. You need to think about it right. that way when yes. you ask these attorneys to go after a certain amount. Think about yes. it through that lens. You just gave everybody free game, Ebony. Yeah. You told them about how this really gets broken up at what you end up walking away with, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to go cast a bigger net so that you can get to where you need to be. It's negotiating one oh one. Yeah. Yeah, man, because that money's gonna go quick. Therapy ain't cheap out here. So it's not listen, um, it was a lot of free game this episode. So yes. I hope all jurors paid attention. If you need to rewind the shit, do that. Um, <laughs> That's right. We'll take you a ride and uh That's listen. Right. <laughs> love that. I don't know. This, this is really the country girl in me, but like that, that was a thing. Like mm-hmm. grandma got a new uh, Bonneville. Yes. All right. You go on a ride in that motherfucker. Yes. Listen to this free game. Y'all mm-hmm. listen. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> As always, each and every week, uh, follow us on the, on, on the social channels. Give us some yes. um, reviews. We do read them. We adore what y'all, y'all have us by way of feedback. And we really try to produce the show with what you guys want to hear about. Holden Core comes to you from Uppity Productions, in association with Dossie Media, presented by the Black Effect Network. Shout out to Charlemagne the God and his new comedy series. Yes. Very, very proud of that, brother. Um, and of course, we are distributed from iHeartRadio. Audio services provided by One of One Productions. Check them out. They are fantastic. I actually just sent a client to um, Phelan M. Um, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, one Wonderful. of my... Um, legal colleagues is wanting to start a podcast and I was like, hook it up. They, they, yeah. It doesn't matter where you are in the country. Failing them got you. 101productions.com Listen, join us next week. Court will be back in session. And in the meantime, run this game. It's Chestnut Checkers. Keep your fucking mouth shut. 
Fifth Amendment right to silence. Um, stay safe, keep the faith, and Dustin, what will you always have the people do? Read them terms and your conditions, please, y'all. Or else, okay? Or else. <laughs>